Rush. Here's Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. I mean, just go back and look at history. Uh, sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, uh, Oklahoma played Clemson in 2014 in this bowl game. Uh, they did not win uh, that game, but then the very next year they go back to the playoffs in 2015. So it doesn't have to have anything to do with it. Uh, again, as we said before, this is a season of its own, but you're always trying to create momentum, uh, the rock effect, if you will, you know, and positivity and, uh, you know, belief, all of those things. And so, uh, you know, this is an opportunity to do exactly that. Well, there's Brent Venables earlier today asking, like, hey, is winning a bowl game, that momentum going into the offseason, is that really that big of a deal? Well, I'll tell you what is a big deal, Travis, and it's something that happened 10 minutes ago. I don't know if uh, a bowl game win and momentum really affects the, the next season, but getting good players via the transfer portal affects the upcoming season. And that just happened 10 minutes ago as OU added a former Oklahoma State defensive lineman, Trace Ford. Your immediate reaction as it came down to OU and USC, and apparently OU's going to win out on that battle. It's a big-time get. Yeah, it's it's really big-time, Tyler. And, you know, they beat out, obviously, USC, which OU fans will always enjoy. Um, And... You know, I was told Caleb Williams was actually part of that recruitment to get him out there. So anytime you can uh, kind of cool off that, that feels good. And Auburn was after him heavy as well. Yeah. So this was a guy I know a lot of people say, oh, man, they look at his transfer portal ranking or maybe look at, you know, some of the injuries and whatnot and say, ooh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why we're going after him. Look, people wanted this guy, and we got him in head-to-head wins. Uh no matter the player, anytime you can beat out Auburn and USC for a recruit, I'll take it. Yeah, and, and if you look at the numbers from this year, I mean, they're, they're not going to jump out at you. I mean, he did have an, an injury this year. Uh, one sack on the season, eight tackles on the season. Uh, 2020, he had 22 total tackles. Uh, he had four and a half sacks in the 2020 season two forced fumbles in the 2020 season. And then his first year on campus in 2019, he had three sacks, one forced fumble that year, 29 total tackles. He had a really good year, his true freshman year. Um, we, we've seen what's there for Trace Ford and what he can offer. Now, he's coming off a couple of injuries. Yes, that is a – I mean, I, I would say it's a concern, Travis, but it didn't feel like a whole lot of teams were overly concerned about it while he was in the portal. USC really wanted him. Auburn really wanted him. OU really off, really wanted him. So I, I think that this is a guy that, yes, there's some injury concern there, but there's enough of a resume to where you say, I'll take a chance on that because I feel like he can be pretty good when he's healthy and ready to go. Yeah, Tyler, this is not dissimilar to looking at a guy's offers, right? So like when you, when you recruit a guy and maybe he's a three-star and you're thinking, oh, man, three-star you, what's going on here? and then you see he's got big-time offers, then you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, there are multiple coaching staffs that get paid a lot of money to make these type of calls, and they all want him. So I I think this is safe to say, I mean, injuries, fine. It it didn't slow down his recruitment uh, as people all across the country wanted him. Another big win for Oklahoma after, obviously, a massive close to the recruiting cycle, finishing with a top-five class. Um, nothing but momentum 
uh, going into 2023 at this point, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, does this count for the, the, the crew that wants as many in-state kids as possible? Does this one count since he is an Edmund Santa Fe kid or no? We'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. I still, you know, uh, not a 918 guy, but, you know, you know, I, I'll take the local kid, especially from Bedlam. Man, they're having a, man, they're having a tough day over there. Yeah. Uh, Mike Gundy is getting, um, <laughs> he's getting hammered today, man. Real and, tough and, day. And not in the celebration type of way is no. he getting hammered. Uh, the, the type of hammered that, you know, you, you, you don't want to be hearing after a uh, press conference. That type. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's blown up nationally. And, and then all of a sudden, as OSU fans are in there defending him, they see a Trace Ford OU edit while his profile picture is still in an OSU form. <laughs> that can't feel good. Uh, no, probably not. Uh, the 918, I'm loving the notifications on the KREF app. Kudos to your IT uh, department. I, mean, I guess that was Perry Spencer who just sent that one out. Yeah, I just I just got my notification and I thought, oh crap, I better tune in. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Glad you're here, Travis. Hey, appreciate it. Man. So yeah, if you have our app and if you don't already, what are you doing? Kref in the App Store, but turn on those notifications because yeah, big news drops. We'll let you know about it and send you a notification to tune in right away. Uh, we did that with Peyton Bowen on Thursday, and uh, needless to say, Travis, that really boosted the numbers once we sent out that push notification to uh, to all of our app users. Awesome news on Trace Ford. That's on the text line. Yes. Um, how many years of eligibility does he have left? Do you know that off the top of your head? This was his um, this was his third year on campus at Oklahoma State, so I'm going to guess at least two years, maybe even possibly three. I don't. I don't know if he was if he got a medical hardship or not from this I, year or not. I would think the max would be two. I could be wrong on that, but that's just off the top of my head. And it's looking at the 2023 college football transfer portal. Um, OU right now is 18th on that list um, because you know as as been discussed. I think we're waiting really until some of the bigger bowl games and wait wait for some other people to come into the portal that we may be targeting. Um, but the overall ranking is at five. And Trace Ford has not been input into that. So could rise today. Obviously, overall ranking uh, includes transfer plus 2023 recruiting prep class. So uh, good news for the Sooners all around. Golly, you guys really like the notifications. You you know how the text line works. If they don't like something, oh, oh boy, yeah. they are quick to point it out, right? Um, but everyone is uh, digging the notifications. Good. I, th- this type of information really helps. I, I'm being serious about that. If you guys like the notifications this much, then we will continue to do the notifications quite a bit once breaking news happens. So that's actually very helpful information. Thank you on uh, on that one. Um, how many guys have played for both state schools? That is a great question. I'm going to need help from the text line on that one. No one immediately comes to mind for me. Um, Trace Ford's got to be one of the first guys to play for both Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in his career. And, and maybe yeah. some guys have, like, initially signed with OU at a high school and then, you know, they don't ever play and they end up at Oklahoma State. I think an instance like that has happened before. But, like, Trace Ford's going to get meaningful playing time next year, at least I think. And we know that that's happened at Oklahoma State. And the amount of those guys that we've seen is – there's not a long list of them. Yeah, I mean, obviously you've got the kind of the recruiting last-minute wins and whatnot. But, but I don't think – not to my memory – um, I don't. I don't think that there's been somebody play for both. But I, I tell you what, you know, we talk about the notifications on the app, Tyler. Um, 
what would have been if we've ha- if we had K Ref throughout history, throughout history of the of the Sooner football program, what would have been some of the best notifications that would have gone out? Are we talking scared of the SEC? Muleshoe abruptly leaves OU after lying uh, just hours before and has just now taken the USC job. We were talking about it now. That yeah. one would have done pretty well, I think. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Obviously, like Adrian Peterson's commitment. Obviously, recruiting has been is now covered better than it's ever been covered, and and we know more about these things and follow along more. So I don't know. Obviously, some national championships up there, but yeah, the 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 Muleshoe departure. Um, that that would have been fun to see, but yeah, the notifications are great, man. I'm I'm excited for it. Good on uh, good on the bosses for getting that done. Yeah, Seymour Shaw. Um, I'm getting some tweets about that one, and that's on the text line. Yeah, I think Seymour Shaw. Like he was one of the ones I was kind of referencing. I think he signed with OU at a high school. Maybe Shawnee is where it was from. And then he ended up being a pretty decent player for for Oklahoma State. So, but he never really played at OU before while while he was here. So, there, there there's been a uh, there's been a couple, but but not many. I, I'm uh, I'm excited about Trace Ford, man. I, I don't I don't know if he's going to start next year. Wait, long way to go, but I, I do think he's going to be a rotational player. That's going to be a uh, it's going to be a factor. That that's the thing, man. Is you know you could you you could probably put together. A starting 11 for next year, but I don't think it's all that easy as of right now. When you got guys like Deshaun McCullough coming in, Reggie Pearson, Trace Ford, what you have with this recruiting class, and then not even knowing who else that you're going to get via the portal, um, and I, I, that's kind of an exciting way to, to, to think about next year's defense, but I think trying to figure out right now who's your starting 11 on defense next year, I, I don't think that that's an easy task. Yeah, well, Tyler, we talked about it throughout the entire season. What we were worried about and what was really our Achilles heel was depth. It was depth on the defensive side of the ball. And this is a situation where, yeah, you can talk about starters, but it, really at the end of the day, I want guys that are going to be on the field at the end of the game, right? That's that's kind of – it's kind of a basketball term, if you will. I, I know it had been talked about with Russell Westbrook. It's like, okay, maybe you're not starting, but – who are the five guys in crunch time at the end of the game who you really want on the field? I think Trace Ford's one of those guys, man. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully so. Hopefully that is the case. Uh, I love this text. Next, next question Gundy gets in an interview is going to be about Trace Ford to OU. <laughs> yeah, that's going to go over oh, well. Judging wait. by uh, last night and that reaction, yeah, the Trace Ford question. Oh, well, he's already cited uh, liberalism and all sorts of things when talking about the portal. I wonder if Gundy is uh, saving one for uh, for this instance. That that would not be the that would not be the best look uh, for Mike Gundy if you were to say something like that. Yeah, a uh, a former OSU player just texted me and said, "Y'all D line just got way better with a lot of whys on on way." So the guys in that locker room certainly think that uh, we got a good one. Yeah. Uh, has Deshaun McCullough actually signed? That's from uh, Wade in OKC. Yeah, has he? Act- I mean, I, he he's coming to OU. I don't I don't doubt that. But has he actually signed? Uh, I, I I don't I actually don't know the answer to that. If he's uh, actually signed or not. Not that not that I've seen. I mean, I don't think there's any concern there by any means. But <clears throat> I don't think this is a a Peyton Bowen situation. 
Stoops' retirement would have blown up notifications. Yeah, yeah. that happened just out of nowhere uh, yeah, during the middle one. of the week when, when that one happened. Just imagine the notifications uh, during the Switzer era. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there would have been a lot of notifications back in the Switzer era if we <laughs> yeah, had that ability. Would've. Yeah, there would have. All right. You guys are killing it already. 405-651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Good news in case you're just now tuning in. Trace Ford, who has played at Oklahoma State for the past three years, had a really good freshman season and had a pretty good sophomore season as well. Um, he is hopping out of the portal from Oklahoma State to OU. So that's going to help your uh, defensive line depth uh, going into next year. We'll talk more about that. Uh, we'll talk a lot about the Cheez-It Bowl today as it's Cheez-It Bowl Eve. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We are the Homo Sooner fans. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. The most wonderful time of the year. Time for peace, joy, and the giving of gifts. And what gift is better than a brand new 2022 GMC from Dorsey Jones in El Reno? Get great pricing on new 2022 GMC models, like the new 2022 Sierra 2500 Denali. Now that will make your angels sing. They should seek treatment if they notice the appearance of spots or floaters or blurred and distorted vision. Visit seeforalifetime.org. It is The Rush on this Wednesday. Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson, we got you until 6 p.m. In case you haven't heard, well, now you have. Trace Ford, oh, you just got him out of the portal. Played at Oklahoma State for three years. He had three sacks his freshman year in 2019, four and a half sacks his sophomore year in 2020. Didn't play in 2021 and had an injury this year in 2022, which cut his season short, but... Still, a, uh, a really good get by OU via the transfer portal, and both Travis and I think that uh, he'll be an immediate contributor up front on the defensive line. And uh, you've been talking to one former Oklahoma State player, and kind of sounds like forget a contributor on the defensive line. This guy thinks um, yeah, he's going to play a lot on the defensive line and maybe even start. Yeah, he, I asked him, and uh, I said, so do you think this is uh, you know a plug-and-play starter, or do you think this is just a really solid – uh, you know, depth piece. He said, oh, he's starting for sure, and he, he shouldn't come off the field, in my opinion. He's that good. Wow. So a lot, a lot of high opinions uh, uh, from this former player. But, you know, Tyler, that's what the portal's all about, right? Instant contributors. You're looking for guys. You've got your high school ranks to develop and grow. You're not taking projects in in the portal. You're taking instant contributors. And from the sounds of it, uh, Trace Ford, you know, is going to be an instant contributor. I'm super excited about this pickup. Uh, we got to get into the Cheez It Bowl coming up tomorrow. Uh, but before we do that, want to tell you guys where Travis and I were we're going to be for the Cheez It Bowl tomorrow because we have two official ref watch parties tomorrow. That's right, not one official ref party, but two official ref watch parties. I'm going to be in Chickasha at Legends Pub and Grill. Legends is awesome. I- I'm just telling anyone. 
that listens to us in, in Grady County or maybe in Duncan, Marlowe, up that area, or God, anyone in, in Norman. It's a short drive down to Chickasha. Uh, come hang out tomorrow. I'll, I'll, I'll get there at 2. Travis and I will do the pregame show from 2 right up until 4.30 when the game starts. Uh, I'm going to watch the game at Legends Pub House and Venue in Chickasha and then do the two-hour postgame show. So Chickasha is the site of one Ref Army watch party. Travis will be in Norman for the other half of the Ref Army watch party where I heard there's going to be a Cheez-It-inspired menu for you tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, man. I'm 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 excited. You know, I know somebody uh, hit me up and they were like, "Hey, man, if they do some cheese it breaded chicken, you got to be all over that." Apparently, that's a that sounds that's a good. popular thing. That that sounds really good. If they do that, some wings. Look out. Are you going to say cheese its tomorrow or cheese it crackers? If there's multiple cheese its available there at the standard, I'm going to say cheese its. Okay, that's. I'm gonna say cheeses. That's. I think that's how you should probably go about it, that it one. Communi- it communicates the point. Everybody knows what you're talking about. I don't think anybody is like cheeses. Oh wait, are you talking about the crackers? If somebody replies like that, I don't want to talk about food. Uh, so yeah, Travis will be at the Standard in Norman, beginning at two. I'll be in Chickasha at Legends Pub House and Venue, where they have so many TVs. It's awesome. Can't wait to be in uh, Chickasha tomorrow. Come check us out there. Jack and Norman says, just based on what you guys are hearing, is anyone still griping about our recruiting losses? Or have they figured out that BV and staff absolutely crushed it? Best class in how long after 6-6? Six and six? Pretty dang good. Well, a week ago, Jack, there were a lot of people uh, complaining <laughs> on this radio show. Exactly a week ago. Uh, exactly a, a week ago. A, a, week, a week now, a week <laughs> later, right now. Um, no, I, I don't hear too many complaints about the recruiting efforts of this past year. Yeah, well, there's still some needs on the interior of the defensive line. And I think while you love uh, what you picked up and, and Mark Strong and Derek LeBlanc, I, I, I still think – you know, you need some help through the portal. But I do think that it's going to be a situation where these bowl games, as they continue and kids continue to leave, they're going big game hunting, man. The later the bowl game, as these guys opt out, OU's going to be in on those guys. So, uh, again, we're looking for contributors through the portal, not uh, depth pieces. So uh, I I think we're going to see a lot more action in the portal. I mean, Brent said he's going to, what, take six to ten more guys? I mean, there's one with Trace Ford, so you're looking at five to nine more guys. I would be willing to bet at least two of those are on the defensive line. How are you feeling? Uh, Let's see, what do we? We're about 25 hours away from kickoff. How do you feel the day before? Nine and a half point dogs in this game, by the way. You know, I, I, I don't know if it's just the the sunshine pumping getting to me Uh uh, after such an outbreak, but. You know, I, I feel like I feel like we're going to cover. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> you, th- you feel like it's at least going to be a close game and not a blowout. I think, I think it'll be a close game. I mean, we've we've seen what this team can be. You know, it's it's not we haven't played complimentary football, but man, the offense at times has been really good. Uh, the defense at times has been really good. All it takes is putting it together one time, and and you're right there. Tell me how you feel about this stat line. This is the last time Florida State played a game. They played Florida. I believe they won 45-38 was the final score. Anthony Richardson, quarterback at Florida, who was not great at throwing the football this year, 
was 9 of 27 against Florida State, but he had three touchdowns and 198 passing yards. Just nine completions, Travis. Anthony Richardson for the Florida Gators. But three of those were for touchdowns, and he had just under 200 yards passing. Now, I guess there's a couple of ways to look at that, right? Well, 9 of 27, that's god-awful. Like, Florida State's defense played pretty well against the pass. But on the other side, it's, well, he only completed nine balls, but, geez, it felt like every single pass was going for, like, 40 yards, and a third of them were for touchdowns. I, I don't know if that number makes you feel better or worse about the game, but, like, going back and watching that Florida-Florida State game today, like, if FSU is gettable, I think that they're very gettable in the back end of their defense. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not really big on Anthony Richardson, and I know there are a lot of draft gurus and, and experts here and there that see the physical tools, and I think they all got you know enamored with that Utah game. You remember that pump fake that he had with the spin move uh, on that two-point conversion? Uh, everybody was like, man, this Anthony Richardson, you know, Heisman front runner, and then he, I don't think he threw a touchdown pass for like a few weeks. Like, I'm just, I'm just not high on Anthony Richardson. I think if I had to pick one to start this game, I would pick Dylan Gabriel over Anthony Richardson, despite all of Anthony's upsides physically and everything like that. Um, but man, nine of twenty-seven. There's, there's no way to spin that, Tyler. That's no, that's and, pretty bad. And uh, I was reading a mock draft. Was it on Monday? Because Anton Harrison was in the first round. I think maybe to your Minnesota Vikings, actually, at the end of the first round. Um, but I saw a mock draft of, in the middle of the first round, Anthony Richardson at like 15 overall to the New York Jets. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, no thank I, you. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people see Cam in him. But Cam. I don't. Cam was, I mean, Cam was a transcendent college football player. I mean, this guy, I mean, carried his team. Whereas Anthony Richardson, like, it's, it, we've, we've been shown nothing to make the comparison. Like I said, the physical tools are nice, but Tyler, a lot of the NFL guys, they think, oh, we can fix that. We, we're, you know, we're NFL guys. We can develop that into this, develop into that. A lot of times it just doesn't work. Ask your Marcus Russell. Well, ask the New York Jets who were slotted to draft him in that spot. Ask if they think that they can fix Zach Wilson. You think they feel like they can fix Zach Wilson at this oh point? Gosh. No chance. Yeah, Zach Wilson has more passing touchdowns than Deshaun Watson does over the last four games. Ooh, yikes. Just yeah. throwing that out there. Yeah, throwing that out no, there. That's, that's, that's good. Kendall says, any KREF watch parties in the 918 or place where they could watch the game? Uh, no, Kendall. No KREF watch parties in the 918 tomorrow, unfortunately. But. I'll just leave my door unlocked. But. Leave some beer in the fridge. Travis will leave his door unlocked. He'll leave you the cheap beer that he has left in his fridge. Uh, OU is slated to play Tulsa next year, and we do plan on a pretty massive Tulsa day next year before the OUTU game up there. So we will be in Tulsa for at least one game next year, if that does anything for you. Yeah, that's going to be a fun day, and we'll, and we'll start doing more Tulsa stuff. Uh, we kind of talked about this, Tyler, on, on Tulsa Day, on uh, our annual Tulsa Day before the basketball game. We have some opportunities, right? We've talked about uh, coming to Tulsa for that game specifically. Um, we might you know, make it down maybe for a for a 65-team, you know, pick them for the tournament. Who knows? But uh, Tulsa is definitely an area that we want to continue to grow as we have a lot of listeners that are in the 918. Oh, I think that's happening this year. I think our 68-team giveaway that we've been doing forever, um, we're not going to give away like half in 
OKC and half in Tulsa, but Tulsa will be involved this year in our 68-team giveaway. Perfect. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. As a lifelong fan, I reserve the right to be a whiny bee about recruiting. Yes, I was pouting a week ago, but it's all good now. That's, that's the thing about Peyton Bowen is that, you know, no one really even brought up to Celia Kana in the dis- disappointment of losing out on that top 100 player, you know, the, the very next day. Like, Peyton Bowen seriously made everything feel all, all, all better. It's amazing what getting a five-star defensive player can do for you. Yeah, I mean, you go from, you know, not having one since Caleb Kelly to putting two in the same class. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty remarkable. Hopefully OU fans show up better to, to the TU game than they do for the Arkansas game. Yeah, that'll happen. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing football. OU will have uh, the majority of the fans at the OU-TU game next year. That's a, that's a guess. It, at least it's felt like that in the past when OU's played at Tulsa. They played up there in 02. They played up there in 14. And they played up there in like 07, I want to say. Yeah, OU's representation uh, at Tulsa will be just fine next year. I, yeah, I don't, the, I don't worry about that. The last time we were here, I think what were we number four in the country, number five in the country, something like that. And I remember Todd McShay was on the sidelines and he was doing pregame, and he just said, "Yeah, this Oklahoma team, it's got, it's just got different looking humans than than we've seen. Uh, they're just they're big everywhere." And just, like, it was weird to see Todd McShay get shocked about the size of college football players. Uh, But it was hilarious in the pregame. I'm like, yeah, it might be a long day for Tulsa. Fellas, any news on the 2023 schedule? Also, OU 37, Florida State 28. The the latest, like, it's not really news. It's just, like, there's a thought that the 2023 schedule is finally going to be released in January. Initially, it was supposed to be, like, late November, early December, um, that didn't happen. So January is the new rumor of when the uh, schedule for OU is going to drop next year. This is start- the schedule weird, man. drop is starting to feel like Peyton Bowen's recruitment, right? Didn't we hear for months? Oh, a flip is imminent. Oh, dude, I don't want it to could do- happen I, any I, day. Oh, come, I, I can't do that again, man. It could happen any day. So, so what are you telling me? Is like we're going to find out on Thursday that OU's going to BYU, Cincinnati, and UCF in consecutive weeks, only for that to be flipped the very next day. I mean, yeah, this is like the Peyton exactly. Bowen situation. That's what's exactly. going to happen. Exactly. We're going we're gonna to find out in, like, May. Golly. Because <laughs> it uh, is. It's, we keep on hearing about it. We keep on hearing, oh, it's about to drop. It's about to drop. But how can I mean, that be possible, Travis? This is college football. How can we find out in May what the schedule is and actually play a season a few months later? Everything has to be scheduled in nine to ten years in advance. How could we possibly find out uh, in May of, <laughs> of, of, of what the schedule is going to be like the next year? Come on. Hey, hey uh, you know, Big 12, man, it's open for business. They're wheeling and dealing back there when it's really like somebody forgot to hit send on an email. Uh, OU Optimist says, watch Jordan Travis run in the open field and then watch highlights of OU linebackers trying to tackle quarterbacks in the open field. It will bring you back to reality. OU will need at least 40 to cover. (laughs) Um, Well, OU Optimist, and um, I do think it's funny that that texture is OU Optimist, right? Yeah, not living up to his name. Uh, If there's an area that concerns me the most about Florida State, I think you probably just hit on it. Jordan Travis is a he's a pretty good quarterback, and his best asset is probably his feet. And yeah. we know how big of an issue that's been for the OU defense this year and for the past several years. So that 
is probably my biggest concern, along with some others. Well, and Caleb Kelly uh, this week was interviewing Deshaun White, uh, talking about that very thing. I mean, the first question that he asked was, hey, they've got a really, uh, you know, really good all-around team, offense, defense, special teams, but that quarterback can really move in space. Uh, how are you guys approaching that? And the fact that that's top of the line, first question from Caleb means, hey, that's exactly what they're talking about, exactly what they're practicing on. And we'll see. Like I said, there have been times where this defense has played very well, Tyler. Not every single quarterback has just run roughshod over us. Yeah. So w- hopefully with some time to prepare, maybe some new guys, you look at a guy like Jaron Cannon getting in there and saying, look, this guy's just as fast as you, if not faster. And all right, that's your only job, Jaron, is to do this. Because I think at times, especially late in the game, you see on the edges like a Guaybu after playing 80 snaps just can't get to the edge. I think Jaron can do it. Brian in Tulsa says going to Provo would be amazing for our last year in the conference. Oh, yeah. It would be, and I, and I actually had this thought earlier today, Like we, you and I and a lot of members of the Ref Army had a great time in Lincoln this year. It, it was the highlight of my football season this year was the Nebraska trip. It was, it was awesome. I would go back in a heartbeat. You don't re- like, we don't know what the Big 12 schedule is going to look like, but... I don't know. I, I like. I guess there's a chance that you don't have a road game next year that everyone looks at and says, "Yeah, that one would be a lot of fun." Like we're all going to go to the Tulsa game next year, right? And that's going to be a fun weekend, hanging out with the Ref Army in the nine one eight. Like that's going to be cool. But you you understand what I mean here? Like if you don't have a road game at BYU, I don't think that there's going to be a road game next year that could be on your schedule to where OU fans are going to say. Yeah, that's that's kind of a must-do trip. We we need to go to this road game. That's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, destination type of situation. Uh, do you think that? I mean, we have we have discussed at length, uh, even on this show, what kind of where we rank the new twelve, the new Big Twelve teams, kind of in order of where we'd want to see. Obviously, Provo would be a great trip. Um, do you think anybody would consider like Cincinnati just going no. to the stadium for the first time? Do you think anybody would? No. Um, I mean, OU played Cincinnati in 2010, but it was actually um, where, where the Bengals play is where they played that game. I mean, maybe for some people, but I just – Cincinnati's a, a really nice program, man, but I don't think anyone looks at that road trip as like, okay, well, that's like a that, – that's a bucket list item. Like, BYU, you get some scenery, man. You know, there's not a whole lot of college football stadiums that are like Lavelle Edwards Stadium in Provo. It's very unique. Like, it's kind of, you know, worth going out there to check out. And I don't think that any of the other three new additions um, have that type of draw, man. So, I I, I think without a doubt, BYU would be your uh, most attractive road game in the conference next year if 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 you go out there. I uh, I agree, but I think something that I learned, you know, as we were out in Ames uh, with, uh, you know, Kelso and Doug Miles and all those guys at the Iowa State game, we have a ton of Chicago Oklahoma Sooner fans, a yeah. ton of them. And they... There's an OU club in Chicago not far yeah. from Wrigley Field, I, I think. And and I think those would be those would be the people that would probably be most excited about that because Ames for them is about a five hour trip. It's a little bit closer to go to Cincinnati. So you have to think in the SEC, then that that trip from Chicago gets a little bit uh, a little bit longer 
um, for most of the season. So those people might be the only people that are really excited about going to Cincinnati because it's close. OU Club of Dallas is big. You hung out with them uh, Friday of OU Texas. Oh yeah. Oh OU, OU Club of Houston's big. Like that. That's not too surprising, right? The uh, OU Club of Denver or OU Club of Colorado, um, based in Denver, they, they they have a pretty big turnout. OU Club of Chicago's big, and then the OU Club of New York. I, I feel like are probably the three biggest OU clubs outside of uh, the state and outside of Texas. Th- those three do it up pretty well. OU Club of Atlanta, I think, has got a pretty good following, but there, there's a lot of OU clubs across the country, man. It's, it sounds like the coach's caravan's got to, uh, yeah. got to get a move on. I, double, those, hey, double those locations. I told someone who uh, could make this happen, let's go ahead and go to Denver next year for the OU caravan. Huh? Yeah. huh? How you, does that you sound? You and I are going to be there live, right? Uh, 100%, yes. I'm just signing up. I'm yes. signing myself up to join you. I'm there. 405-651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. More college football on the other side. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. The word is spreading, and The Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's The Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. You're simply the best. Riverwind is your place to play this holiday season. With all of your favorite games, the best service. And so many ways to win. It's no wonder that Riverwind is OKC's number one casino. So if you want to have the best time, you won't find better than number one. You're simply the new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about, but we'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Your sexiness comes through the radio. It's just all around. The package is fantastic. <laughs> T-Row and T.J. on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Get ready to celebrate the new year at Heyday. Heyday has family packs for only $75 that give you an hour of bowling, a large pizza, and four 40-token arcade fun cards. Or at Revolutions for the 21 and up crowd, you get an hour of bowling, one bucket of domestic beers, chips and salsa, all for just $75. Heyday is fun for all ages, so reserve your spot today. Visit heydayfun.com for reservations for New Year's Eve. 
Hey guys, TJ Perry here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Kathy and all of her great staff would like to thank the loyal customers and wish you a happy holiday. And speaking of the holidays, whether you need gifts or you're hosting a holiday party, Joe's Wines can help you with a great selection and most of all prices, like specials this month on Bailey's S'mores Irish Cream while supplies last and Kraken Black Spice Rum. So do what I do, head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits, 1330 East Alameda right here in Norman, or visit their Facebook page for all their monthly specials. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and you already know our office is a place to turn for your insurance and financial needs. Now that place has changed to 701 Wall Street. While the location may have changed, the commitment of our team is as strong as ever. So whether you already know us or want the one-of-a-kind service offered by the Julia Chu Agency, call us at 329-3311 or come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, right on the corner of Boardwalk and Wall Street in Norman. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. It is the Rush on the Ref Cheese it Bowl Eve. I will be at Legends Pub and uh, Venue in Chickasha tomorrow starting at 2 p.m. Travis will be live at the Standard in Norman at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. to 4.30, we got your pregame show. We'll be watching the game both in Chickasha and in Norman, and then the two-hour postgame show following as well. So go ahead, if you haven't already, download our free app in the App Store. Just search K-R-E-F. Here is a a very interesting point, and it kind of brings up a very interesting question on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Watch Dylan Gabriel have a Trevor Knight Sugar Bowl game in the Cheez-It Bowl tomorrow. Let's do it. So, hey, man, you see it on the text line. You see it on social media. Like You know how, you know, depending on which fan you talk to, that's how they feel the quarterback situation should go next year between Jackson Arnold and Dylan Gabriel. I wonder if it would change anyone's mind if DG absolutely lights it up tomorrow and they hang 50 on a uh, top 15 Florida State team. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, Tyler, you and I are in for, and everybody on the station, we're in for a long offseason of the same question. Yep. Jackson Arnold starting. Jackson Arnold starting. DG's not the guy. Jackson Arnold starting. And we just got to get used to it now because – since it's happened with Baker Mayfield and Trevor Knight, they'll just assume, hey, you know, we may have a number one pick. Just three-time Heisman finalists uh, waiting on the roster next year might just be his job to lose. I'm going to pump the brakes on that and 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 pretty much hold the same sentiment the entire offseason. Dylan Gabriel is your starter next year. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I'm going to most likely – approach the situation the exact same. Like I feel very strongly that Dylan Gabriel is your starter next year. Um, what happens in early November, I, I that I'm not ready to commit to because I, I think anything can happen throughout the course of the season, right? And if Jackson Arnold, um, you know, he and Dylan Gabriel are pretty neck and neck come uh, training camp, 
then I think that there's even a better situation where a change could be made during the season. But, no, I'm with you, man. I, I'm approaching things right now where I feel very strongly that Gabriel's your starter to start the year. But what happens yeah. after that, I mean, that's that's anyone's guess. Of course, of course. And, I mean, I, I don't know if everybody's keeping up with the Tua uh, developments, but now a lot of people are saying, oh, he better shut it down for the year. It looks like he was concussed in the middle of the game and they left him in. Tyler, football in general, we've seen it happen with roughing the passer calls and unnecessary roughness, all these calls. Like, it's going to get to the point where you need two starters on your team because if a guy wobbles once or if he blinks too much or, you know, does anything like that, you know, it might get to the point where, you know, you get a call from up top that says, hey, you got to pull him, throw somebody else in there. So, I mean, I think Jackson Arnold and Dylan hasn't stayed healthy in his career, at least recently. So I think Jackson Arnold gets some looks. So he's going to have some opportunities. If he's ready to shine when he goes in, all bets are off. Well, let's think about it. Um, how many years in the past, what, five, six years, more than one quarterback at OU has started a game? It happened this year, right? So there's one. It happened uh, with Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler. That's two. I don't think it happened in 2020, right? Spencer Rattler was the Not starter every single game. I mean, he got replaced during the middle of the Texas game right. with who? Tanner Mordecai. So I don't know if you want to count that or not. Uh, 2019, Jalen Hurts was your guy all year long. 2018, uh, Kyla Murray got suspended uh, for one drive. Remember? Right. And then 2017, the same happened to Baker. So they're actually like all but one year since 2017, I guess. Yeah, you've had more than one quarterback play. Let's consider it meaningful snaps. Okay, yeah. Then if you want to do meaningful snaps, then the Tanner Mordecai rolling in for Spencer Rattler does count. Correct. So, So, yeah. Yeah. History says it will happen. Jackson Arnold will get some playing time this year. It's, It's what do you do with it, right? Yeah, it's true. Camo Sooner says, when hearing Mike Gundy get snippy at his press conference, it just makes me think how nice it is to have an ironclad job security in this day uh, in this day and age in college football. Yeah, that's, that's a whole different topic that we can spend like 20 minutes on. Um, you know what I took from that is, you know, yes, indeed, staff changes are coming in Oklahoma State. He didn't want to say it then. He didn't love the question. Um, but I don't think that you get that defensive if you don't think that major changes are coming on your staff. Yeah, I mean, it's just it was a an awful, awfully handled situation by Mike Gundy, which I'm not sure we should be surprised uh, by any of it. But it's it's funny he talks about you know these guys have families, livelihood. You, you can pontificate about that all day, but then you're going to threaten access threatened the credential polls of a reporter that's just doing his job, asking a question. His whole readership, everybody, every OSU fan I talk to is, oh, Casey Dunn's got to be fired. Oh, we got to look at Mason's role. We got to look at, you know, strength and conditioning, all this, that, and the other. So he's got to ask it. It was a softball for Mike Gundy, a softball, just to say no comment or, you know, every season, you know, we, we look at the entire football program top to bottom. Uh, to, to make sure that we can improve going into the next year. He can just say that. Instead of hitting the softball, he charged the mound. Yeah, and it yes, was he rid- did. It's ridiculous. You call, you call the guy names, you know, you call the guy ignorant, and then you make sure your SID's there to be on the same page that that guy might lose access. And, Tyler, here's the thing. 
we get accused of being sunshine pumpers all the time. We get accused of this, that, and the other. Well, that guy just asked a question that a lot of people say, man, you got to hold these coaches accountable. Well, that guy just tried to ask a question that was a very easy answer for Mike Gundy, and now that guy might lose his credentials. Don't be an ass, is what Mike Gundy said at one point. Yeah, it was not uh, the best look. Look, I is that the best um, – is that the best time to ask that question? Maybe not, but w- when else are you going to have that opportunity yeah, you gonna to ask, ask that question? Because Mike Gundy, I think he's kind of notorious for you know taking the off season off with the media. You know, so yeah, it may not have been able to, to ask that one in, in four months' time until after the staff changes are actually made. Right, exactly, and and he that reporter just had to check the box. He just had to to make the the fan base happy, which you know are his customers. He's got to say, look, I asked the question that you guys wanted me to ask. It's that, like, that's that. And it was, like I said, it was a softball for Gundy. But as Gundy so often does, when he talks about the transfer portal, when he talks about, you know, realignment, when he talks about anything, he uses it as a platform to lecture everybody about a situation. And it was completely unnecessary. It was a fair question. Yeah, it, it it was. It was not. It wasn't handled well. Not a not a good look for him again. And we'll see what happens moving forward. Um, big year coming up for Oklahoma State next year. That's for sure. Big year. I don't think that the expectations will be too high. But they started this year six and one, and they finished seven and six. They really, really crumbled down the stretch, man. Yeah, and and it was their their offense. I was actually really impressed by their defense uh, last night. Came up after big stop, after big stop, but. That's six games in a row, Tyler, that they have failed to score more than 20 points. You can't do that in 2022. Yeah, what's the stat that I saw as well? That was the first time they had scored a touchdown in the first quarter since, like, the Texas game, I think, is the stat that I saw. Uh, their offense down the stretch was was really, really bad. Really bad. All right, we'll close up uh, hour number one coming up next. Text line 405 651 We'll get to that on the other side. Keep it locked on the ref. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. It's never too late to be good this year. So if you've been naughty or nice, go to Dorsey Jones in El Reno for some Christmas cheer. You'll get to like partners. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. Cavens Construction bringing you this hour of The Rush. Keep this in mind. Maybe you don't have an emergency repair right now, and hopefully you never have an emergency repair in your home or your office building. But if that time unfortunately comes, think of Cavens Construction because they can help you out. 405-573-3048 or cavensconstruction.com. And yes, Tulsa, they're here to serve you as well. 918-282-7612. That's Cavens Construction. I had to laugh, and unfortunately I don't have the audio clip of it, Travis, but Bob Stoops broke the news that Drake Stoops is coming back next year, right? 
They asked Drake Stoops yesterday about that, and Drake had no idea that his dad even had a YouTube page. And it was pretty amazed that that was the case. That sounds about right. I, I love that. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's funny because was there any question? I, I saw that come across, but was there any question that he was coming back, Tyler? Drake Stoops? No, not. I mean, not really. Um, I, I never really doubted it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, I see him maybe – I don't know, taking – I don't know if he wants to coach, uh, you know, kind of the, the family business, if you will, or if he wants to, you know, pursue an NFL dream or anything like that. But he seems like a guy that could – He'll have opportunities, whatever he wants to do. I think we can all yeah. agree on that, right? Yeah, I think I think that's a guy that could get his coaching career started very young. One text, with Dylan Gabriel not saying anything about his future, maybe he's had one too many concussions and is going to hang it up? No, no. Dylan Gabriel's going to come back next year. At least that's what I believe. I don't think that he's going to hang it up. No, I don't No, I don't think that either. Hour two of the rush coming up next. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, The Ref Sports Radio Network. 